somebody getting the ball, making a tackle, sacking the quarterback, some pro making a play. Look at him go, stiff arms, he's a sledgehammer, he's in, touchdown Tennessee! What's up, League of Lunatics? It is your commissioner, and I am joined by Levi, or you might know him better as Diggs a Pony. Hello, Levi. How are you doing? Dude, that intro is so good. It's so good. <laughs> I'm great, man. I'm so happy to be on. So thanks for coming on. I did want to try to get our weekly prize winner, uh, Alex Hankey, on, but he he's a little busy. Mm. You know, he, he's doing his little victory parade right now and everything, so... You know, I can't blame him. The the, the fans mm-hmm. need to see him. You know, he's got to do all the schmoozing. But uh, but we got Levi, and I believe you won narrow victory today. As what sleeper gave your your matchup, you barely, you were the closest victor. You know, in terms of point wise, and your game between you and Chris did come down to the wire in that Monday night game. And what a way for uh, for you to end your first week of fantasy this season. Oh my gosh! I mean. Uh- I will say going into it, I, I, I'm always going to have hope. I'm always going to be like, until the clock, there's three zeros on the clock. I'm just going to assume I have a shot. You know, it's the like, okay, it's just, just my kicker. I need to score 50 points. Maybe this will be the first time in history that a kicker scores 50 points kind of thing. You're like, you, you know, but <laughs> it was, yeah. Cause I had, uh, Stefan Diggs. That's all I had left. And he had Josh Allen and, uh, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, which is like, there's no, in what universe, like Stefan Diggs is awesome, but in what universe is he going to outscore a number one receiver who's supposed to just go off this year and Josh Allen. And I, I did some calculating. I was like, I've got a shot. It's slim, but I've got a shot. And it, I mean, I think it's a, a great game by Diggs and a poor game by Allen. And uh, I mean, Wilson still played pretty well considering the fact that they're, their workhorse uh Aaron Rodgers went down early. Yeah, I know. What a what a, like a turn of events and everything. And I'm sure like Chris doesn't need the reminder, but if he did start Brees Hall over Gibson, he would have won. And I I feel partially <laughs> responsible because I think like <laughs> Nate and I bullied him a little bit about his running back oh. selections. <laughs> on the last pod and i wonder if he tilted a little bit but uh, chris if that's the case i am sorry but in levi you're welcome but uh, <laughs> yeah seriously it was a good game though it was it's always fun playing chris oh yeah it's always scary playing him too and with him having the first overall pick and everything it, he just you know chris is one of those people one of those guys in fantasy that like he's he's just dangerous i'll never forget the first year we started the league because I think like the core people that are still left, it's you, me, Chris, and Ryan. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's I think it. You're right. Yeah, I think that we were the only four people left from the original, like first season of the league. And I remember Chris when I asked him to join, he's like, "Man, I don't know. I don't. I like don't really watch football. I don't know anything." I was like, "Ah, who cares? It'll be fun." 
And he went he went on a freaking tear. I think he only lost like maybe one game that season. Then then he lost the Super Bowl. Oh, oh that first year? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, lost to you. He lost to, to this you. guy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember. I because I shoot, who did I I think that year, that first year I my I because I, I had the first overall pick in our draft competitions. I had the first overall pick two seasons in a row. I think the first year I got uh I think it was Adrian Peterson. And the second year I got uh, it's. I think it's the first and last time I drafted a quarterback in the first round. I drafted Peyton Manning, and that was the year that he went off. Like mm. at, you know, it's the touchdown record, lost in the oh, Super Bowl type deal. Yeah, um, but that yeah, that was man. That feels like it feels like just yesterday, and also a thousand years ago, all at the same time. It does, and like so, I think we're celebrating our tenth season as a league this year. Actually, that's so, crazy because it was twenty thirteen. When we started, you know, now it's 2023. So that's, it's, so it's really funny to see how much of this has changed because you brought up the, like the draft order competition. Cause now we do have like an actual competition we do in the off season. But for the first two seasons, it was just us getting together in my dorm and we just like drew cards out of a hat and went in that order. <laughs> I yeah. Well, we did uh, the first two years. We did, I thought we did water pong those first two years. That was when at least we did the first the, one. The first no the that was when I moved out of the dorms. So my, so it might have been the second year then. But the first year was definitely still the cards out of the hat. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's yeah, right. This is all when we're all still at UTC and just uh-huh. able to like go over to each other's dorms and just mm-hmm. do this shit. So so we had a lot of in person competitions for those that joined the league after all this stuff like when we did stuff in person there was one year we did we did the beer pong tournament like you said we also did a planking competition one year we just uh-huh. all planked and we went in the order how everyone dropped um and i'm trying to think of like other like in-person stuff i think that's it i really want to bring back the tour de france uh because that's always fun when we do that oh dude that was so much fun i i'll mention this because i mentioned it to to brooker a couple weeks ago uh, I have a, a buddy of mine who's in a totally different league who did it where they took uh, WWE 2K and they picked like they each picked two people and I think it's like a 15 person league or, or something crazy like oh, that. Oh wow, like like league. 14, 16. Jeez. I'm t- yeah, something like that. It's nuts. And they would pick two people out of WWE and they would put them into a simulated Royal Rumble and you would watch it happen. And so you've got like, you don't know when they're coming in. It's all simulated. And so it like, like, you know, you never know what's going to happen in something like that, but it was so entertaining to watch. So yeah, stuff like that where you can actually like root for somebody is always the best. <laughs> we got to do that. I love the idea of like the, the simulated thing and like trying to like live stream it so we all watch it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's, there is something to be said about like picking like something like the Tour de France or like when we done like the Olympics or even like the World Cup where like it's several weeks and we're like keeping up with it or whatever is like feeling that void of us missing a sport to keep up with. You yeah. Know? But uh, we should probably try to do some sort of like triathlon kind of thing where like it's three different events that like carry over like the whole summer or something i thought that you were saying we should all just like do a triathlon oh, no. i was like that sounds terrible why would no way no god no i would lose absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we should just do like a home run derby as like a league and just, I just mean, do that. I mean, I would not. That would be kind of fun. That actually. would actually be super fun. I don't know if I'd do super well, but I would have a really oh, good time I'd doing do terribly. It. It'd be like, yeah, this guy plays fantasy. He doesn't do anything else. Uh. <laughs> if I could just get one over the fence, like I don't know how many, like if it's a certain amount of time or a certain amount of balls or whatever, if I can get one over the fence, I would be like, I have I've succeeded today. Even if I'm the last pick in the draft, I've succeeded today. I feel accomplished. Yeah, no, we should, we should get, we should maybe instead of like a, uh, what was I just saying? A home run derby. Maybe we just like get together like batting cages. Yeah. And just go by like hit percentage. That's actually not a bad <laughs> idea. I kind of like that. Um, I do too. Okay. Well, we'll have to, we we'll have to organize this. Maybe we'll all do like a Philly trip or something, but, um, Oh, totally. So let's get into uh, these this week two upcoming matchups, uh, and mm. let's go ahead and start with your matchup, Levi. As I, I say, as I'm pulling it up right now, oof. Okay, mm. so you are yep. <laughs> going up yep. against uh, the league weekly prize winner uh, Alex, and he ha- sleeper is giving him a slight edge at a 52 percent of winning. I will say though sleeper slept on you last week too and mm-hmm. gave the edge to chris i would say nate and i both gave our advantage to you um yeah. okay i guess let's go ahead and it's very honored <laughs> i guess let's look at this how, how are you feeling going into this matchup so like tyree kill is obviously an absolute monster like he just he is so good and so right off the bat like i i I knew he would be good this year. I didn't know he would come out swinging like that. Like I didn't know how Tua was going to do or whatever. So Tyreek, him having Tyreek Hill is obviously scary. Um, I mean, his gosh, even just looking over his team, he has such a like his top guys are so good. I wonder if I don't think the Cowboys are going to go forty points again. Not against the Jets. I mean, I think they'll probably still do well. They'll probably beat uh, or beat the Jets, but I don't think they'll go 40 points but they could do double digits with zach wilson not, not, not to knock the guy down because i think we're all like rooting for him kind of right now but yeah i kind of find myself doing that too no i think i think the cowboys are going to go double digits like they're going to get an interception or two like I, i'm i bet they'll break like three or four sacks you know something crazy like that um but i mean if i was looking at these teams side by side uh without knowing that Tyreek Hill just went 45 points in the or whatever, it would be really close for me. I think I would have to give the slight edge um, to my opponent in this one. Um, just kind of off the bat, uh, like, is Henry going to keep getting fed against the Chargers? Everyone's really speculating that right now. I think he will. But, uh, I mean, I think Diggs is going to go off again. I think Stevenson's going to have a, a better game uh, with uh, uh, Ramondre Stevenson with the uh, – the Patriots, I think he's going to do better this week. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I yeah, I'd have. To, I think I'm going to have to. I'm, I have every every bit of confidence in the world. I really do. I think we can come through. <laughs> I really think we can. But I think going in, uh, Diggs a pony is the underdog. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Not to like, sh- I'm not shaming your team by all or by any means or no, anything like no, that. No. But we will overcome. <laughs> I. I Alex's team from starters to bench is like pretty good. I mean, like Zay Jones on his bench went off last week too. I like Tyler Lockett. Zach Charbonnet might take over at some point this this year. I mean, mm-hmm. he also if he wanted to, he could do the Tua Tyree kill stack would just be lethal. I'm telling you, can you believe he has Fields and Tua? 
on the same team. He has to choose. Like that's that is a great system. I think. I mean, Justin Fields didn't do great last week, but I think he did fine, and he's just nowhere to go but up, kind of thing. Yeah, hopefully. So he's playing against Tampa Bay, and Tampa mm-hmm. Bay secondary. I think was a little porous. So hopefully I hope to God DJ Moore <laughs> does better for my own team, but uh, I'm still on the fence whether or not I want to dish him out. But I know you mentioned <laughs> wanting to dish him and I'm, I'm yeah, I'm kind of the same. Whereas like, do I take advantage of just showing my cards? Do I take advantage of him doing poorly this week, hoping he'll do better? Or is this just kind of a sign that Chicago is just not going to be as, I don't know, elite of a system for DJ Moore as we thought. I, I'm I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, it's tough, but I it, we'll see how much of week one is a liar. You know, will David Montgomery, mm-hmm. you know, still still vulture some touchdowns from Jamar Gibbs? Um, will will Henry get more feeding? You know, like you're mentioning, will uh, I'm trying to say who else? Tyler Algier. Will he also get? Did he have two touchdowns last week? I think he did. He did. He did. I I, I was a believer in him. I I I passed in the first round. Um, I passed on, uh, man, I can't think of his name off the, the starter for, uh, Bijan. Yeah. Bijan. I passed on him to, uh, to grab digs. Cause I think he got drafted, um, after that, I believe maybe I'm getting that out of order, but he w- he was going to fall to me and I, I passed. I was like, I think I'm going to go digs. I really thought that Algier was going to do really well. And he did. He got about the same amount of touches yeah. and he got a lot of goal line work, which was really nice. So very appealing. Yeah. And we know Art Smith loves to use those uh, just big running backs. So, yep. I think that this is going to be a close matchup. It depends how well Justin Fields does, to be honest, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. But, um, and also Trevor Lawrence going up against Kansas City. uh, Mm. You know, well, well, Jared Goff did okay. I think Goff got like in the teens, he got like 16 points. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I will say Lawrence has more pass catching well i don't know lions do have some pretty good pass catching weapons too mm-hmm. yeah so i'm curious to see how Najee harris does I, I avoided him like the plague in the draft i just like <laughs> I just, it was something that i had him last year i believe uh in one of my leagues at least and i just oh, he just hurt me so much and i just was like i don't want to go back to that i really don't but they're saying that he could make a showing this week so we'll i think i think that's going to be the one i'm really mm. curious about is like can Najee harris really kind of come over the hump but i don't know I don't know. Yeah. And then we'll also see, you know, will Kyle Pitts ever become fantasy relevant? And <laughs> uh, Devonta Smith, he has a Thursday night game tonight against Minnesota. So he he could. I, I always feel nice when I have people playing on Thursday night because like it feels like you get like a head start. But yeah. I'm also kind of like, oof, like I kind of like because when it comes to Sundays, like, ah, I kind of wish I had somebody playing on Monday just yeah. for a little buffer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I completely agree, dude. It's so weird. Alrighty. Well, uh, I'm kind of agreeing with Sleeper here, but I think that this is going to be like one of the matchups to to be looking at uh, this week. I think it's going to be like really interesting. It could be it could be very high scoring on both sides. Um, yeah, I'll definitely be looking at it. <laughs> for sure. Uh, going into the next one, we got Nate. The rule of Tampa two versus Jalen Hurts Donut or Stevens team. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Sleeper is giving Nate the slight edge as well with 52%. Um, oh, uh, and Steven has a bunch of people playing tonight. He's got Jalen Hurts. He's got Goddard. And he also has mm-hmm. the Philly 
defense, uh, showing your Homer colors. Love it, Steven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate, Nate had a pretty good week. I went up against Steven last week. Uh, Bijan was his big threat, and so was the Jordan Addison. Uh, so, or his Jordan Addison player. So, um, I love also love that Nate is immediately going up against Jordan Addison week two after mm-hmm. trading him during the draft. So <laughs> I know is this a revenge game? Is that what's going to happen? He's like the the old team. I'm coming back and I'm I'm bringing it to him. Yeah, no, yeah. Jordan Addison might might be coming after you, Nate. Um. Nate also has the Jets defense going up against Dallas. Interesting. Um, I don't think this one's super. I don't think this one's super black and white. I think this one's actually. Like, I don't either. Because T Higgins could definitely like come back. Same thing for Kenneth Walker mm-hmm. uh, and Jalen Hurts can also have like a like a much bigger game. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, the Eagles. I really think the Eagles versus Minnesota game is going to be a really interesting game to watch because uh, Hurts, by all accounts, I mean, he led his team to victory last week, but only got 12 and a half fantasy points, which is wild because he didn't look like he looked solid, but it wasn't just like magnificent. So I I think this is a real cool opportunity. I actually kind of like the uh, I would love to have the Eagles defense this week. I think the Eagles defense is going to do well. Um and Hertz, I think, is going to do solid as well. Um, I think he's for sure. I, I would imagine against Minnesota's defense, I, w- I would be surprised if Hertz didn't get over 20 fantasy points. I'd be pretty shocked. Um, I will say, <laughs> instinctively, I like Nate usually knocks it out of the park with the with his fantasy names and the rule of Tampa two with the Bill Belichick like is the the hood over his. Oh, it's so, the Star Wars reference. So, so good. good. <laughs> um, I'm curious to see like. Calvin Ridley showing up last week, like absolutely giving it to the Colts. Um, I'm curious with Kansas City. Um, I mean, they're not, they're obviously like, I feel like a lot of the stuff in uh, ESPN and stuff like that, they lose to the Lions and they're like, are the Chiefs even going to make the playoffs? I'm like, that is ridiculous. Why are we like this? Obviously, it's for TV, this overcorrection and to kind of like, oh, they can't do anything. Oh my gosh, are the Chiefs done? It's, is uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes out of his prime, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So part of me thinks that the Chiefs are just, I mean, again, against the Jaguars, the Chiefs are just going to open up a can against them. Um, actually, do we, I don't know this. Is Kelsey, uh, is he going to, is he back in practice or is it going to be a little bit longer? He said, I don't know if he's practiced, but he did say on, I think it was his own podcast that he expects to play this week, but okay. who knows? Okay, if uh, yeah, if the Chiefs or if uh, Kelsey plays, it's gonna obviously add a ton. I'm honestly curious as a Titans fan. I'm obviously gonna be watching the the Titans Chargers game. I'm curious to see how that goes because our our defense on Sunday looked incredible. Our, like our D line, yeah. Did I mean, I, the secondary. I think there's, there was a couple blown plays that were pretty blatant, which felt like, again, as a Tennessee fan, just being prepared to be hurt, you know, you're just waiting for the moments like, oh, <laughs> right, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yep. Was waiting for that. Like some pretty horrendous blown coverages, but they, you know, yeah, our secondary is definitely not even in the top half, but like compared to where we were or have been, it's, it's, we're still, we're, I think we're better than we have been. I mean, gosh, our front five is just scary. And if we can get through and get and get that pressure on Herbert, 
Um, that could have an effect on Allen, obviously. But if uh, if Herbert's able to get it out quickly, the Titans could be in trouble. So I'm curious to see if Keenan Allen. Um, I think it's either going to be you know he gets like seven or eight points, or he goes as high as like you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen points. Like he could like if he scores a couple times, we'll see what happens. Yes. See, I think that's like where the edge, like the edge that I'm giving to Nate in this matchup is Keenan Allen, because I mean, not to sound like like a mm-hmm. downer or anything, but like I, I mean, Keenan Allen has huge potential to like explode against our secondary, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I, and that's like kind of like where I give the, uh, I guess, edge to him. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see, you know. TJ Hawkinson, who's also on Nate's team, could like go off tonight. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Nate is in that unique situation where if TJ Hawkinson and Alexander Madison do have really good games, like are scoring touchdowns, it's points against Stevens' yeah. Philly defense, yeah. which is like kind of like that fun thing. Yes. And also, Stevens' own player, Jordan Addison, could also be getting points against him too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, I'm curious with how poor, like, oh my gosh, the the how poor the Giants did against the Cowboys last week, and I mean Saquon, I think at least got yeah nine, uh, almost nine and a half points, but they're playing the Cardinals this week. I mean, the Cardinals defense isn't is isn't terrible, but this could be an opportunity for Barkley to feast if he really like if he uses this as a kind of pendulum swing moment for him to really kind of. Exp- like really get the season going after getting just spanked by the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, you know, all in all, uh, I think I agree with, uh, Oh, as much as I think Jalen hurts is going to go off. I think I might agree with uh sleeper on this one. I might give Nate the slight edge. I know, yeah yeah me too but i won't be surprised if steven squeaks like yep. late, late, late. this could be like the narrow victory yep. here this one here I yeah agree. so i totally yeah. agree uh moving on to ryan spongeworthy versus mr jones and me uh jake mm. i love that i team. so mr. Jones good and me. it's so good mr. Jones and me. <laughs> so uh oh we got the joe burrow patrick Mahomes rivalry mm-hmm. qb matchup in this um I love, I really like Jake's team. Like, I really like Jamar Gibbs. I had Miles Sanders as like a late round RB, like two or three I was aiming for. Mm-hmm. He's got Jamar Chase, D Hop, who could bounce back. I did see that he had like some sort of ankle injury right now. He, he hasn't been participating in practice this week, but that just could be like a veteran thing. Um, yeah. So, Sleeper gives. Mr. Jones and me a slight edge at 51 points. Man, everyone's pretty close this week. I know. Right? Um, I'm looking at Ryan's team. He's got Joe Burrow. We'll see if he could bounce back against Baltimore, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, Travis and ETN, which ugh, I might kick myself for not like trying to go after ETN sooner. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's scary. Terry, Eric McPherson, San Francisco defense, which is really freaking good. Um, this is this is going to be another close matchup, I think. Yeah, this is really tough. I've, yeah, so it's interesting because I think like Mahomes and Burrow are both going into a game that is like a they like a they both need bounce back. Very disappointing week one. Which again, if you told me if you told me that the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Chargers and the Bills would all lose week one, I would have been like, "There's no way." Like at least what like a couple of those. I'm like, okay, yeah, like that. All of them all together is 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 wild to me, but 
Yeah, I don't know. Burrow is um, – it's tough. It depends if he bounces back. He, Burrow only got three points last week. Mahomes got tw- you know 20. So, and I mean, Mahomes could easily do over 20 again this week. Against Jacksonville. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the Ravens are a much tougher opponent defensively than Jacksonville. Do you think so? Like, like, do the Jacks still have like a, a stout defense? I think they're fine. I, I couldn't I couldn't really name you their personnel off the top of my head. But just kind True. of just looking at the, their numbers. Um, and I think also, I think traditionally, I, 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 I go in assuming, uh, like Baltimore's always been a defensive heavy team, just kind of historically. But... Um, yeah, with with Lamar Jackson, obviously it's kind of shifted. They're an offensive juggernaut, or, or supposed to be at least. I don't know. Burrow Burrow seems very like business as usual. Like even after getting putting up a just a horrible performance, a stinker. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was like not even like oh not as ideal. It was like it was bad. So yeah, I don't know. And I didn't watch a ton of replays. Was that his it error? Was a, I just was kind of looking at the stat sheet. Or was his, I didn't watch it, but I know they play against the Browns. The Browns have a really, really, really good defense, and also yeah. it was like shitty weather condition. I think it was like I think there was like some sort of like yeah. big storm going on during the game, and yeah. like just nothing could happen. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that he'll be looking to bounce back. He should get more than three points, but uh, the thing is, like I'm looking at the rest of this. Like I like I like both of their receiving cores. Um, yeah, but he's in that situation where like Ryan's quarterback is throwing to Jake's mm-hmm. wide receiver, Jamar Chase. So yeah. if it comes down to something like that, we'll see like what, what you and Chris had mm. <laughs> where the, the person with the receiver benefits, but, but Ryan also has Christian McCaffrey going yeah. against the Rams, which is like a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has the, the San Francisco 49ers defense. So <sighs> I think this one's tough. I might, say Ryan gets the upset in this. If I I were to call an upset game, this one might be it. Yeah, it's tough. I know I hate going like, yeah, this is so 50, 50 to me, but because it's so close, um, gosh, I'm curious with like, with how dominant Dallas was, I figured, I figured CD lamb would just get like, would just have gotten crazy numbers. And he got four catches for 77 yards in a 40 to zero dominant victory. That just is so surprising to me. Oh, well, yeah. It's, it's kind of like one of those things where, like, you know, they get up so early, they just don't need to throw the ball. So, yeah. but who are they playing again? They're playing the Jets. So, uh, will that happen again against the Jets? I yeah. don't know. I could see. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really tight on this one. Yeah. I might. Yeah, I'm fifty fifty. You know, I I hate I hate just going with the stats. So I'll I'll follow you there to the upset with Ryan getting the yeah, I just but man, I it's it's real close <laughs> for me. I'm tight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Uh but I think that one's gonna be I'm calling that one as the upset matchup that that, that could happen. Um getting into the last matchup, it is me versus Zach's whitey tighties and damn sleeper is giving him the slight edge at fifty one percent. Um, I got the Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler stack coming over to Tennessee. Um, Zach has been, I don't know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, Zach's been hitting me up for Joe Mixon this week and I don't know how I feel about that right now, but, um, yeah, I'm hoping for, you know, Christian Watson, he got put on IR or not, sorry, not like he got my fantasy IR, but he was ruled out 
for the game last week, but I was able to pick up Romeo Dobbs as well. They're going down to Atlanta. I picked up the Cleveland defense going up against Pittsburgh. Um, and Zach has Anthony Richardson playing against Houston, so he could be just rushing for a shit ton of yards in that game. Uh, Devonta Adams could be looking to have a mm-hmm. bounce back game against Buffalo. He has Jalen Waddle. And we'll see if Travis Kelsey performs for him uh, this week. This so is tight too. Yeah, this is yep. this is I this think, is this is a mixed bag, in my opinion. Okay, my my just looking at the numbers and looking at the team. Like, first of all, Brooker, yours. I think. I mean, you and I. I feel like draft very in very similar ways. Like we, the ideal first pick. Like you getting Eckler, but like you know, there's no way he was going to fall to me. But Eckler is obviously the the go-getter i love Mixon. um i wasn't able to get him um amon ross st brown i almost grabbed him instead of derrick henry i was this close but i was like ah, oh, god i gotta get I, i'm so happy you did it you're the one person i was worried because you i think you got him last year yes yes he was the one where i was like you know there's a couple people was like oh he could be good i was like i'm calling it he's gonna go off because again the lions people have been sleeping on the lions but i yeah we 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 draft similarly i think I would give I'm curious to see if like defensively uh like looking at Jalen Waddle um people obviously know that Tyreek Hill is a monster and will Bill Belichick and the Patriots craft something defensively just to be like eliminate el- eliminate Tyreek Hill at all costs which again you can't you can't do def- like completely but wrap him up in some way shape or form double coverage whatever scheme he puts forward which opens waddle up um i'm curious to see how that's going to go against new england because you know belichick could always throw something in there Mm. i think how i would say for this matchup if kelsey plays and he's 100 percent healthy uh i might give i might yeah i might give (laughs) the edge to zach if kelsey doesn't play um I think it's close, but I'm, I might give the edge to you without Kelsey in there. That's, but like Kelsey being back and, and Patrick Mahomes having his safety blanket again, that's going to, that's going to change the chiefs offense back to that system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then, cause if Kelsey's doing well, then that could also somehow help Zach to where Isaiah Pacheco mm-hmm. also benefits from that too. Cause like, you know, just everyone paying attention to Kelsey and Pacheco, he was getting I know he didn't get a touchdown. He didn't get like crazy yards, but I mean, like, you know, he, he had, he was targeted four times in the air for 31 yards and he is speedy and quick. And so he can, I'm not like giving up on Isaiah Pacheco or any, or by, by any means this season. No, no. Um, in my, on my team, I'm nervous about Austin Eckler because he's had like this ankle injury and his, um, his agent passed away this week. So he's been, he has been part. That's right. I forgot about that. He has been participating in team stuff this week. Cause he's been yeah. with that. Um, Joe Mixon. I'm kind of just hoping for like the whole Bengals, like, like fuck the Bengals, but like for fantasy purposes, I yeah. need them to, 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 get, to do something yeah, for me. Yeah. I need Joe Mixon to do something. Hoping for DJ Moore to yeah. bounce back. Hoping for deep for Darren Waller to also like bounce back. I saw a scary headline that like he said he dealt with like this hamstring injury last year, but he said what he's dealing with is something different. I'm like, God, 
I oh, know, don't seriously. tell me that. I can't believe he's 31 years old. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm still stuck between my the people who have my flags. I definitely am going to start Romeo Dobbs or Christian Watson. Mm. I'm going to start both yeah. of them. <laughs> but uh, Tutu Atwell, he had a pretty good. He had a really good game mm-hmm. last week. And going up, San Francisco is a really tough defense, and I think everybody's going to be over Puka. So kind of maybe Tutu Atwell might be a sneaky flex mm. start for me. But uh, I'll. Uh, just gonna have to wait and see so i'm going into this feeling like the underdog uh zach's team does worry me but um i it it, it sucks to go against myself but like i have to agree with sleeper on this one but uh i i don't know i'll be hoping for something squeaky it's gonna be close i think the only um everything is a a 48 to 52 or closer except for uh chris versus jp that's a 55 to 45. Oh, totally forgot about that matchup. Um, okay, yeah, we have that one to talk about. Or did we already talk about that one? No, we haven't talked about okay, it Okay, cool. All right, so, um, all right, I feel like Zach's going to win the matchup between us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, for, for Chris and JP, uh, sorry, I almost forgot about this one. Uh, looking at, yeah, wow, Chris does have the heavy favorite at 55% from Sleeper. Again, JP's looking for a bunch of people to bounce back, including Lamar Jackson. Maybe mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook gets more involved. Uh, maybe George Pickens and the whole Pittsburgh offense does better. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I like Chris's. Uh, I like that Chris has Garrett Wilson. I know, like we're all like nervous with Zach Wilson and everything, but I mean, like he's no. I think Garrett Wilson's going to be fine. Uh, Zach Wilson, it's, it's, I love the psychology of kind of players going in where they go, oh, well, they, they put up these kind of numbers or whatever. Zach Wilson, that one pass in the end zone that about lost me my game last week, whenever he threw it in the, in the corner and Garrett Wilson kind of juggled it and fell back and caught it in the end zone. Like that camaraderie that they have, like, it's like, oh yeah, that touchdown that I threw, it was like, they're building that relationship. So I don't, I think. I think Garrett Wilson. Yeah, and Chris also asked Just- Justin Jefferson tonight in primetime, which Kirk Cousins has a really bad record in primetime, but he's got Justin Jefferson, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Chris, as of right now on Thursday, it has Breeze Hall in, which smart move. Got 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 to got to you know I'll take back everything I said. Oh, this is also interesting. We have Breeze Hall and Dalvin Cook facing off against each other in this matchup. Oh yeah, I do like JP. Oh, I do like JP's receivers as AJ Brown versus Minnesota and Chris Olave versus Carolina. Yep, yep. Um, I, I do like that. And Zay Flowers uh, going up against Cincinnati. So it, it, it kind of just depends how many, like Chris's big players, how much do they pop mm-hmm. off? Because like, I mean, like Josh Allen, Brees Hall, Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, and Brandon Ayu could all pop off tremendously again um so it just this feels like a boat race like jp's gonna have to his team's gonna have to like which i think he can do like that's what zay flowers was somebody that i gunned for um and actually jp was uh a couple picks before me when i had zay flowers queued up i was like i think zay flowers is gonna go off this year and i mean even when lamar jackson got all of six fantasy points in week one Zay was what, like 17? What was it? Yeah, 17.7 in Sleeper. Like, just went crazy. I think nine receptions or something like that. Just absolutely bonkers. And so I think Lamar Jackson, I mean, 
He's he obviously loves to feed Zay, and six and a half points is not a, a normal Lamar Jackson situation. He fumbled twice. He only rushed six times uh, for thirty eight yards. That's not normal. Um, hundred mm-hmm. uh, he, he lost one of his fumbles. He he threw an interception, which I guess he's do he's he's good for an interception every once in a while. But yeah, usually he. I feel like Lamar Jackson's going to have a pretty good week against Cincinnati. Um, if he can get the passing game going and he can have them kind of on their back foot and they start moving back to try and cut Zay Flowers and the rest of the core off from really getting, you know, getting going, um, Lamar Jackson could make some room for himself. I am a little bit worried, though. I guess the freshness there, they've kind of got that committee run game now in Baltimore after losing um, uh, Dobbins, uh, which, which, by the by, uh, God, that was he. I drafted him. I went for it, which he was good. He helped me win last week, and so he did his job. And I st- he went off into the sunset. But man, Brooker, you called that so like you. I, you tried to trade for him early, but you're like, I'm a little nervous because I think he's going to get injured right away. And you called that, and I, I kind of thought he wasn't going to get injured right away, and you knew it. You just knew. Yeah, I was. Uh, thank you for for, for at least. <laughs> countering or declining the trade at first but yeah we <laughs> we we had a little back and forth on that i can't remember who i oh yeah i remember now but yeah um yeah so it was one of those things like whoa dodge the bullet there uh and if it did go through like say we did trade and then he got hurt as soon as like it came on my team that would just kind of follow this pattern where like whenever i trade with people the player like immediately gets hurt for like or like it's just like suspended for like the rest of the year, like or something. Like I'll never two years ago, Chris and I traded oh, Calvin yeah. Ridley and Antonio Brown. And as soon as we did that, Antonio Brown or I'm sorry, Calvin Ridley was just like yeah. done for the year because of like his mental health <laughs> issues. And Chris was like, fuck no. And then uh, and then and then like like hours later, Antonio yeah. Brown was just like no yeah. longer part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Was just uh, out of the league, and it was just one of those like the stars lined up for for that. And and honestly, I would have felt like I always get so I feel so guilty like taking advantage of people in trades. And so whenever I try, when I try to do trades, <laughs> yeah, no, you still no, no, do no, it. no, 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 <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the implication. No. But you still no, do it. No, I'll, all of my for legal reasons, all of my trades are fair, and they are, uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Allegedly. Uh, the representatives of Levi <laughs> Scott do not, you know, or whatever. But it, like, <laughs> it it just, I, like, I, I, I ideally want it to be fair. And obviously, like, what I think is a fair trade obviously looks different for other people. Um, and so it's like, oh, this is fair. Some of mine not necessarily agree. If I had traded you Dobbins and he would have gotten injured right away, I would have felt so guilty. And I'm sure people are listening, like people in our league are listening. They're like, I wouldn't have felt guilty at all. That's 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 the name of the game, which is totally true. But gosh, I just feels like I want it to be mutually beneficial. And but yeah, so in hindsight, I am glad I didn't trade it. Um, I didn't trade Dobbins, but man, and I think yeah, he's 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 at, he's on IR, so he ain't yeah. coming back. Uh, and I just I can't trust the Baltimore backfield right now because like. Because everyone was saying Justice Hill, or like some people were, mm-hmm. but I'm like, they also just put Melvin Gordon on, like yeah. they upgraded him from the practice squad, and like I, I, I just, ugh, I can't trust it. But I, I had the extra spot on my bench, and so I grabbed him after the fact, and so I, 
hopefully he makes a difference. Yeah. So right now I'm going to give the, the advantage to Chris. I'm going to agree with sleeper on this one. I'm going to give mm-hmm. it to Chris. Uh, but the Thursday night game is a big one for, for this matchup. AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson. Um, I'm, I'm excited. To this, it'll be a good game. Yeah. This one's tough. Cause I don't think the gap of 55 to 45, I don't think is fair to JP. Like Pollard could go off. AJ Brown is the man. Lamar Jackson could go off. Say Flowers probably will go off. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, numbers wise, I think this should be closer um, than sleepers making it out. But instinctively, I think uh, Chris. I would give. I don't think Chris has a fifty-five to forty-five edge. I'd probably put it more at like a fifty-two forty-eight edge. But yeah, I'd probably give Chris the edge because you know I. I I'm assuming Allen is not going to fumble three times against Las Vegas. That's not, I'm, I, I think he's going to, he's got his head on straight week one jitters are out of the way and he's going to, he's going to come out swinging. Yeah, I agree. I think that he, I, there's a lot of bounce yeah. back opportunities on both sides, but yeah, going to, going to go with Chris on this one. Sorry, JP. Um, Alrighty. Well, before we wrap things up, uh, any any trade offers you want to put out there into the world? Any feelers <laughs> you want to do? Anybody on your on your roster you're trying to uh, tr- trying to put out there on the trade block? This is your oh, opportunity to speak to man. the league. Oh shoot! I should have had something prepared for this. Well, I will say, um, no one. I, the way that I like to do fantasy, um, nobody is off limits. If you are like, you know what, I can, I know Stefan Diggs saved my bacon last week and he was my first round pick, but if you can make it worth my while, like anyone is available, I would be, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I, I have a huge heart for Derrick Henry, obviously, cause he's, he's my homeboy, but like he's, he's the Titans guy, but I'll trade Henry if you give me, if you make it worth my while. So yeah, feel free. I I will I ex, I will welcome any and all trade offers. Doesn't mean I'll accept them, but I will give everybody. Levi's a fair okay trade, with everybody so. sliding into his DMs with Come. the trade offers, as long as you swing the deal. Yes, you heard you heard it here first. Now I'm telling you, that's it's true. It's very true. No one is no one is safe. We're going for the win. <laughs> awesome. Well, Levi, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come on. Uh, I'm looking forward to continuing this this podcast thing for for this season it's been a lot of fun i'm going to try my best to get everybody on here but uh yeah so it won't always be weekly winners example this week levi being narrow victory but uh all right guys i'll see you next time good luck happy it's thursday it's start of the week two for fantasy football and i'll see you in the sleeper chat bye